Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is kindly sponsored by Angelina. Danke schön. Danke. Lumos. Hello friends, welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host Ezra, aka Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard and former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, aka Fleur. Hiya! Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in! I've got mm-hmm. some more ambient sounds for you guys since we're, I don't oh, know, do it's, really? it's, it's summer, but it's raining outside right now. This is a surprise. So I'm going to light a candle real quick. What if I... <laughs> oh, before Wait, I do that, I want does, to actually like... Does Ez need to be just quiet while you do this? Oh, yeah. I think oh, that's no. it. <laughs> uh, it's Firelight Fables candle, Ooh. Land of Shadow, which kind of fits this chapter today. A little bit, yeah. 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 Okay, we can almost make anything fit, though, I feel like. I think we can huh? too. Let's <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> hey, can you give me that real quick? Okay. So I want to hold the light here. Okay. You, know, you have better nails than I do. But can you do this? Uh, really? Can you even hear that? Can you even hear that? I need like something that's like. I tinky. think you can. I can. I heard it a little bit. You did. Oh, like a yeah. Like a tinkling. Oh, here. Oh, there we go. Well, that's got a bunch of coffee Sounds. on it. Yeah. That people are just thinking like they're just banging stuff against I'm the microphone sure, like a bunch of idiots. I'm sure they're getting the tingle in their heads okay, right now. Okay, sorry about that. Here's, um, the, here's the second. Here's the second sound. Oh, for second you guys. sound. Here we go. Maybe you can something. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Why did that just like get me excited? <laughs> That's so good. Right. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Pour it on the table. Why don't you? My God. She just poured it all over the MacBook Pro. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's um. It was close. Though. By the way, that's just a uh, seltzer water, black cherry. Y- you know what? I'm, I'm so again being the tech wizard here. I'm just oh. realizing that microphone that you have picks up a lot. Oh, I know. It was great. Which is great. I actually realized that since we're we're in front of each other, I have to kind of turn my microphone. Uh, I got to turn yours down, mine up a little bit, even though I need your voice to be high. It's weird. I gotta yeah. do a balancing act. Okay, sorry, I'll let you finish okay. the intro. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the 11th episode of Shell Cottage Radio in which Harry also turns 11 years old, at least at the very end of the chapter. The chapter three, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the letters from no one. Before we start our chapter discussion, we're gonna chat a bit about life at Shell Cottage, talk about the latest Potter Watch news, 
and quiz Bill with a couple of trivia questions. Mm. Uh, isn't that just great? I get I am the one who gets quizzed. It's like the Weasleys needed more uh, schooling, and you're just over here like my, <laughs> you know, professor, witch professor, and uh, it's just like, oh yeah, I remember Fleur does not really think Hogwarts is a great school. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that kind of fits, doesn't it? Okay. Well, friends, if you can't tell, we're having a good time. Um, if you get a chance to check the old Instagram, you'll also be able to tell that we're having a great time. But by the way, follow us at Wampra underscore two M, and you can follow Lottie at Charlotte Sue. You can also follow us at Fleur and Bill where we update the Instagrams and the stories, and it's fun. It's like our miniature way of vlogging. It is. Actually, I think Fleur and Bill is the one we feed the most. Yeah, so please go check that one. <laughs> I was just referring to my personal one where I posted... Well, you should. You should. You, well, I, I posted you in the, as a blurry background, and I'm like sitting oh, over here okay. celebrating Friday, <laughs> and uh, it's just great. I love doing that for some reason. Just way to interact with people and stuff. Okay, though, so we've actually got a lot done today, and I feel really good about Me things too. going on here. Like. I had to go request every transcript from every college I've ever went to, which was crazy, <laughs> but we did it. We got a lot of like real, like adult stuff life. Done. done. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it. Like I'm out. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we have, by the way, just you guys know. So here we have, we also have a lawyer, not because we're in trouble or anything, but because of immigration and stuff like that. You want to make sure you do everything right. You know? And I just want to say this, like, even as adult as that job is, you know, our, our, our lawyer, uh, she's awesome. She's a Slytherin. Oh and yeah, she, and she has like her adult job, where in which she's also listening to Potter podcasts and looking up Potter stuff and things. And I, when we found that out, that was just so cool. Oh, so yeah. although there's a bit of adulting, you may be adulting right now while you're listening to this. It's nice to just have a bit of both, you know? Oh yeah, you can't. I mean, it's, it's like that's the whole point. I don't. Don't, I don't know. abandon your inner child. Never, never. Let it out. <laughs> yeah, let it out for sure. We should, we should put that down in the uh, advice of the day because it's not great today. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hey, there we go. See, I told you we figure things out along the way. Yeah. Right? And this, and we just explore. But uh, no, so we've been kind of busy. We also just went, we got back from a little vacation. We went out to mm-hmm. the West Coast. Lottie has never been to the never been to the West Coast. We were in Portland. It was actually. cool. Portland, I Oregon. did not expect uh, Portland to be like that because yeah. I thought, okay, West Coast, and what do Europeans think about when they hear West Coast, California, yep. L.A., maybe yep. Las Vegas. And that's where we went. But then we flew up north for another two hours. And we did. that's where it looks like uh, twilight. It was straight twilight, <laughs> wasn't it? It was so twilight. It was awesome. I love it. It's, yeah. it's Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't that far away, uh, we would probably consider moving there. Yeah, or it, we're definitely going to be going to visit a lot more because it, yes. it, it is really cool. Like um, our friends, Matt and Teresa, took us up to Mount Hood. We got to go up there, mm-hmm. which was awesome. We were like up on a mountain. There was still snow and stuff yeah. going on. It was, <laughs> it was crazy, but uh, we had some good breakfast up there. It was absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. absolutely the best breakfast we have ever had. Yes. Probably. Not really, but... It was absolutely great. And I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Now I, was, I just caught I know. On. I was trying to get, I said absolutely three times in yeah. a row on purpose. The guy who, who was uh, there waiting on us and stuff was, uh, we called him to check on our reservation and, and he said probably 15 times. Absolutely. We yeah. got you. Absolutely. Just over and over again. So it was cool. But yeah, we're back from that and um, we're actually, so we're recording here on a Friday and I think in the future we're going to have some re- like Friday recording mm-hmm. sessions. We've talked about making it sort of our day right yes. where, we, where we record and right? then probably regularly publish on a wednesday yeah mm-hmm. but we'll figure we'll figure that out yeah yeah just wanted to let you just give you guys a heads up because i know we're kind of 
you know, we're chapter three into the reread and we want to kind of get more of a, a routine. We would mm-hmm. like at one point to have a recording night where we have, you know, Discord if you guys want to pop in, kind of hang out, um, just listen to the craziness that goes on before <laughs> and after the show. During oh. the show, <laughs> I mean, anyway, but yeah, we would love for you guys to come hang out with us on a Friday. So if you're interested in that, that was going to something be something we would um, kind of add into our, our Patreon tier. We've already got like three people in there and we're like pumped. I can't believe we have just yeah. shout you out. You were awesome. You guys are amazing. Yes. Yeah, a lot of um, sent out something to them today just to thank them. And then uh, we've talked with your friends and we've talked with some of them about possibly coming on the show. I know. You know, like, it's let's exciting. go. I just... I love talking Potter. We got some actually really cool uh, news today for Potter Watch and a cool chapter to discuss with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to all of it because the next couple of weeks, in two weeks, there's a big event coming up that we're going to. Yeah. And we'd love to see some of you guys there if you're able to make it. If not, yeah. then we will be vlogging slash recording from that particular site. So Right. Which I'll talk about in just a second. So I've been rambling. How are you, sweetie? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really, really good today. And... I just want to thank you, sweetie, um, because you're such a supportive partner, and I just want to throw that out there and be so mm-hmm. grateful for you because, you know, there is that time of the month where women don't really feel that great, <laughs> and you're, oh, just, yeah. you're, just, you're just so supportive, and you make yeah. sure I have everything I need, and, and I feel good, and... I just want to thank you for that because it's important. It's important to talk about it. It's important to acknowledge that. And, oh, yeah. and it's okay, you know? It absolutely is. I and mean, that's my my thing, too. I think I told you this at some point, but it's like, that's the way my mom raised me. I'm lucky that, that she was that way and I had that uh, influence in my life. And I just, I don't know. I want, you just want to be supportive for one another. It, if you're going through a sickness, a flu, uh, it's a time of month, whatever it is, you know, yeah. just just be there for your, for your person. And I think that's... Um, that's important. So, yeah. oh, so you're thank so you. Sweet. You're welcome. <laughs> and something else that happened in my life that really made my life a lot better is um, so we went out and saw Matt and Teresa, and Matt actually showed me how to download that emulator That's for right. my phone and computer to play the old video games like Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Yeah. Um, and I downloaded a couple games actually. One of them was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Let's go. And I did play Chamber of Secrets for um, for the Game Boy when I was younger, uh, Game of Color. And now I get to play the first one and probably going to play the second one. Mm-hmm. So this one is a little different, very different from the computer games. Um, it is like almost like a little bit like Pokemon where you fight you know, little creatures with okay. your spells and then you level up. Yeah, because didn't it have like a dial, <laughs> like, like an arrow where you went down, you said cast spell. Like everything right. that you approach, yes. you could you just You have different spell spells, then... almost like different attacks. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you fight the little rats and they become other monsters on the way. Right. And then you, you know, like right now you're a Diagon Alley and you're going to... What? Yeah. I know. Really? Yeah. I got to watch you play this game. I haven't seen you really play this one much. This is cool. It's very different. Um, It's cool. I'm going to play it all a bit here and there. But still, if anyone knows how to get the PC game to work, and I've got to mention it on every single episode <laughs> until yeah. someone tells me, because I love that game you know, so much. Get so, this. Uh, one we, day. We just got a little very affordable. Um, we got ourselves a little desk. And so we can actually set that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, there I mean, is a awesome. way. I think it's just technical, and I need maybe, you know, again, everyone's like, oh, I second. I thought that guy was a. <laughs> Where's your flirt friendly check wizard? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, I don't know how to how to get around that old Windows. Um, 
There's yeah. protocols. Well, so. we'll figure it out one but day. Even an emulator, even if you had an mm-hmm. emulator that was really cool, that, that really, I don't know, r- like simulated that game, mm-hmm. that would be cool. That would be awesome. That'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to that. So uh, it, it is actually, uh, yeah, it is pretty neat. We're going to be doing, um, by the way, over on Box Trick, which is our buddy Matt's video game podcast. Lottie and I are going to be, pl- I'm playing Pokemon for the first time, right? <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon for the first time. What am I playing? Yellow? Yes, you're yellow. yellow. I'm playing blue and Matt's playing red. Right. And we're going to go to the first gym. We're going to take notes and then talk about our experience and figure yeah. out sort of what happened along the way, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, what else you got, sweetie? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, what else? We just, um, oh yeah, we probably 100 years late on that, but we started watching Squid Game and it's intense. Ugh. Uh yeah, not something we that uh, we want your kids to be watching. Right. By the way, so yeah. uh, I mean, it is, <laughs> it is intense. intense. But like the psychology sense. behind it, it's it is mind blowing. Yeah. Okay. Here's the evolution. We went from like Korean dramas that you had me watching, yes. right, <laughs> to that, and I mm-hmm. that's a ooh, that's a step up. Right. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's um, yeah. So it's been good. It's been good around here, and uh, we're excited. We're pumped mm-hmm. for this chapter. But yeah. before we start, we, yeah. I told you I was going to quiz you. Um, I wanted to do something more exciting than the quote. I like quotes, good quotes. But for okay. every single episode, I thought, no, I want to start with something we can learn. You can mix it up. And, yeah. you know, we just get better at our trivia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mix it up. What we got? So we have a question. Okay. First, first question for you. And I'm not going to start with what are the four Hogwarts houses. We're Dang not going to see it. the very easy questions here. They're a little bit harder. I'm I'm already sweating. <laughs> okay. Number one. Wait, there's more than one? We have two questions each episode. <laughs> I, I honestly... Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Fitting for this chapter, what is Harry Potter's date of birth? And with the year, please. This is 91, right? No, no, wait. Sorry. This is the year we're in, right? Right, ninety one. His date of birth. His date of birth. So the current year, though, is ninety one. So that means he would have had to have been born in uh, eighty, right? Okay, and his his full birthday, like the date. Uh, his full birthday. <laughs> uh, his full birthday is. Uh, let's see. It's in July. Yes. It's in July. Uh, I think it's like the thirty first. So the full date is July thirty first, nineteen eighty. Good job. Are you serious? Right nice. Now? I don't I think I would have that out of my broomstick. Nice. <laughs> I really did. I really did because I honestly was. Oh, I'm sweating over here. Nice. No, people I'm, I'm actually think I was, impressed. People think probably think I was I was making that. I don't. No, I, no. I can I can vouch for you. You were looking at me, looking around, you know, the room to think. You didn't look it up on the internet. Or isn't anything. that amazing? I turned right into my students. Look around. <laughs> yeah, looking for help. Look at, <laughs> I saw my book there, and I was tempted so hard to just to, go. Uh, I don't think gander. I would have told you. Doesn't it say at the end of the chapter? No, Maybe. still not the year. But very good job, sweetie. All okay. right, cool. Good. Second question. No, I'm nervous. Hang on here. So, second question. Name all seven of Voldemort's Horcruxes. All seven of them? Yeah, I think you can do it. Oh, my gosh. No, I've actually struggled with this in the past. Okay, let's get this. So, you've got the Hellboy. Oh, my God. You've got the you've got the diary. Mm-hmm. You've got the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the goblet. 
Yes. You've got a the goblet. Oh, you, yeah, the cup. Yeah. The cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you, you've cup. got the uh, tiara. Yeah. The right. Diadem. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a tiara. <laughs> so that's four, right? Uh, you've got Nagini. Mm-hmm. You've got Harry himself. Yes, that's six. Um, holy Moses! Which one am I missing? Which one am I missing? Harry. You want me to give you a hint? No, 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 okay. no, no. I, I know this. There is no way that I'm missing this. The diary. You already mentioned the diary. Diary, ring, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Harry, Nagini, and, and, what's the other thing that they, the locket. There Gosh, you go, Slytherin's it. locket. Slytherin's locket. I was yeah. thinking, I was like, what are, what are they, I'm thinking of the sword, I'm like, what are they used to, yeah, okay, the locket. Oh, good job. Wow. Please. Super, you're totally unprepared. You had no idea I was going to switch this Thank God off. there wasn't a timer on that. So... Yeah, <laughs> you know, I. Whew. Well, I mean, we can start. No, we probably should because I could sit there for people are like, okay, come on. Yeah, we you know, we did. If you want to skip this section uh, in the future, there will be a thirty-second timer, so you can just go ahead and skip twice. Okay, you and, can see if you know the question. You can know the answers yourself. That's fun, actually. No, it I is think. fun. It is fun. Yeah. I just meant if somebody was just like, okay, I got the answer, skip. You know, what I mean, they, right. they already know it. They're moving on. Right. So, jeez. <laughs> Oh. You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. Welcome to our weekly magizoology lesson. Let's Bill go. and Plur want to learn even more about magical creatures and fantastic beasts and share this knowledge with you guys so we can all appreciate them more. Newt would be proud of us. This week... We'll keep it sweet and short and take a closer look at the plimpy. The what? The plimpy. (laughs) I chose a Uh. creature (laughs) that is probably not that well known. Yeah, definitely um, not. Definitely not on this side of the table. Potter fans out there. Its classification is three X's. And if you need a reminder, three X's means competent wizard should cope. Okay. Which I'm like. Mm, I don't know, really? <laughs> yeah. But so the plumpy is a s- spherical mottled fish distinguished by its two long legs ending in webbed feet. It inhabits deep lakes where it will prowl the bottom in search of food, preferring water snails. The plumpy is not particularly dangerous, though it will nibble the feet and clothing of swimmers. It's considered a pest by people, who deal with it by tying its rubbery legs in a knot. Mm. And then the plimpy drifts away, unable to steer, and cannot return until it has untied itself, which may take hours. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is... That's cool. I looked this up. There, there's really no picture for this because it wasn't um, necessarily in the... Yeah, there is a picture. There's a picture? So there's okay. a picture in Newt's book in... Fantastic beasts and where to find them. Here's right, a picture. Can I get a little, a little, it's like a little. So it's got like it's a fish with legs. Scrabble. It looks like a yeah. like it actually looks like um a puffer fish. Yeah, with but legs. It also looks like you know how like a little chick, like a little um yes chick looks. Yeah, it's like not a full chicken, but it's got yes. like a big old. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So I when I read the name, I'm like I've never heard of it, but uh, plimpy eyes were used in potion making 
I bet they were. And get this, a plimpy was one of the creatures in the magical creatures reserve that's like near Hogwarts. So that's something new I learned here. So you mean like they like a re- they were protecting them, kind of? Yes. So I looked it up. What it what it is? Most of it is from Hogwarts mystery. Okay. And this reserve was like a reservation in a secluded area somewhere um, near the grounds of Hogwarts of the castle. Uh, to protect magical creatures which which had difficulties existing in muggle-inhabited areas, hmm. if that makes sense. Okay, okay. So the groundskeeper, probably also the um, care of magical creatures teacher, uh, they're somehow involved and oversee the whole area, which uh, is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like uh, that- Hagrid actually took care of some of the beasts. <laughs> well, now that I'm looking this up, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I love when you, because I had no idea this, we, we were covering the Plimpy today. Yeah. Uh, but so, Mr. Lovegood has freshwater Plimpy soup. Exactly. This what? is where This is where it's actually part of the book. So, they were in the reserve. They occupied the Great Lake, because that's where the mer people live, too. They're annoyed by them, so they uh-huh. just tie their feet together <laughs> and when harry ron and hermione visit uh mr lovegood um in deathly hallows yeah deathly hallows he covered the kidnapping of his daughter luna by saying she was out fishing for freshwater plimpies near bottom bridge and later claimed that people were always requesting their recipe for freshwater plimpy soup after he explained the deathly hallows too wow him. So I, I, I just thought it was cool. So um, the question we always ask at the end of our magic zoology lesson, would you want to have one? Uh, God, would I want a plumpy? This is probably the first time I'm going to be like, I'm good. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't really know that I would want it. I think they're kind of cute. Like if we had a little pond in the backyard and there was some plumpies in there, I wouldn't mind them. And I think it's cute that they tickle your feet. Yeah, I guess almost like the fish that that eat your skin off of your feet as a spa treatment. Right. <laughs> no, I think it'd be cool. Uh, they're, they're, I guess they would be okay if they were in a tank or something and stuff. But they just remind me of, of goldfish, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I don't you know. Don't, yeah, no, we don't need them. I would rather have uh, an easel, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. But plumpies are cool. I guess if we had to, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say this, but they're they're used in potions and they're good for a soup. I know. So. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I would want a few around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's cool. All right. So the Plimpy, friends. Now you know. There you go. <laughs> now you know. All right. All right, sweetie. Uh, what are the latest news? Wow, that was loud. What are the latest news in the Potter world? Oh, friends. Okay. So we've got some really cool stuff coming in from the wizardly world of Kent. Let me say that again. The wizardly world of Kent. News coming in. This is, good. this is a, a Potter event that's going to be held June 22nd through the 24th. I haven't been in a couple years, and but I, I actually was there when they used to call it Potter Fest. Back in the day, mm-hmm. way back in the day, they called it Potter Fest. So this is in Kent, Ohio, up near Kent State University, actually, and it's a really cool kind of festival. So they have, they have a Facebook page, if you guys want to check it out, it's Wizardly, get that right. So not Wizarding, they had to make sure they went with Wizardly World of Kent. Right. Uh, they've got the Wobbly Wizard Bar Crawl, which is happening on Friday. That's downtown. Aww, yeah. That's cool. It is cool, yeah. 
And then they've also got the Sorcery Stone Search downtown. Again, that's happening Friday and Saturday. They've got the run that shall not be named. <laughs> okay. The run that, yeah. So and it's a, a five and three quarter K fun run, I guess, or whatever. So, oh, okay. Cool. Is that really right? Five and three quarters K? Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So yeah, that's that's sort of, um, there's a bunch of stuff. There's vendors. There's going to be trivia there. Our friends, Swish and Flick, will be there, right? So yeah. we have Tiffany will be over there. And I think they're running a, I think they're doing the cosplay stage. That's think, awesome. Like the cosplay competition, perhaps. That is cool. I, I know they did trivia one year, and so they kind of participate in that. Uh, you'll have other people who bring different, you know, wizard-like uh, mm-hmm. et- Etsy shops. I think of like Etsy shops that show up, and they've got prints, they've got jewelry, they've got different fun stuff, tons of food options that will have like a kind of a theme. Mm-hmm. And there's like this alleyway where you have almost like a diagonal alley feel because you go down sort of these steps and yeah. you go in between like two buildings and it's just really cool and it has a as a vibe that feels like Diagon Alley. Oh, I'm so, so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. They've got butterbeer recipes, the coffee shops make all or like the whole kind of town does Harry Potter themed stuff. So That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's sort of the big news. We will be there. Um we're gonna hopefully bring our recording equipment and just sort of record something special mm-hmm. from there so we can plop it in the podcast or whatever. But uh if you're in the area or if you're nearby and you wanna pop over there and you're you're going, like hit us up, let us know. We'd love to meet yeah, up with definitely. you guys. And, yeah, grab some food or something. So, but yeah, that's it. That's really it. I, I just wanted to kind of point that out. Uh, it's two weeks away, so you know. I'm down. I'm. That's actually my very first Harry Potter convention. If you want. Yeah. Yeah. It really. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there's like LeakyCon. There's a couple other things or whatever. But that is a cool one. I think it's it's cool to go there because it's local. There's another one in Ohio too. Um, in Southern Ohio, I, I mm-hmm. don't remember what it's called, but we'll have to look these up. And if anybody has recommendations as for like harry potter conventions or cons or uh stuff like that to go to i think that'd be a lot of fun i know downtown columbus sometimes does just sort of like a wizard what are they called it's like a wizarding kind of convention okay. or something i don't know it's just fantasy like mm-hmm. fantasy sci-fi that that sort of stuff and they at bring the convention in convention center yeah yeah cool. at the columbus convention center so when that comes up we'll have to go to that and they it travels so it comes in at mm-hmm. cleveland then it goes to uh, Columbus, then out to Indianapolis or whatever, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun too. Nice, yeah. So, all right, that's it. That's uh, that's our that's our Potter watch, there, friends. All right, are you ready to dive into the chapter? I am ready. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to give you, um, like always, my own little summary of chapter three: the letters from no one. The summer holidays have just begun for Harry and Dudley. They both finished their last year at primary school and Harry cannot wait to have a fresh start next school year at a different secondary school than Dudley and his gang. Little did he know how different his secondary school would be. One summer morning, while Aunt Petunia tries to dye Harry's school uniform for Stonewall High, Harry is sent to the front door to get the mail. Harry is in shock when he sees there is a letter addressed to him, and apparently he is so surprised that his brain stops thinking for a second, and instead of hiding the letter in his cupboard to open it later, he walks right back into the kitchen where his aunt, uncle, and cousin can watch his attempt to open the parchment envelope. Of course, in disbelief that anyone would ever write to Harry Potter, Uncle Vernon snaps the letter out of Harry's hand, reads the first couple of lines, and loses it. 
He and Petunia freak out, wrestle both kids out of the room, and promise together they will do everything to keep their beloved nephew from going to that horrible magic school that is desperately trying to send their acceptance letter to Harry. First, they have Harry move to a different room in the house because if they can't address it to Harry Potter, cupboard under the stairs anymore, the letter will never reach him now. Ha! And you think you can outsmart Vernon Dursley, Dumbledore? Unfortunately, that plan doesn't work out, because Dumbledore just knows everything. After the house is swamped with hundreds of letters making their way through the only opening that's not barricaded, the fireplace, Uncle Vernon takes everyone on a fun family road trip so they can escape the mysterious letters from no one. Everywhere they go, the letters follow them, though, and Uncle Vernon... His last resort is a tiny shack on an abandoned island where he is certain no one could ever reach them. But the letters are from no one, so no one will reach them. Oh. I just made it up. Sorry. <laughs> um, they all go to bed hungry and tired, but Vernon is happy and confident in his plan. Right before midnight, Harry realizes it's going to be his 11th birthday in a few minutes. He counts the minutes down on Dudley's watch and sits bolt upright when at midnight, on the dot, someone loudly knocks at the door. Hybrid, is that you? <laughs> Get on in here, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> Jiminy, we've been waiting for some magic to show up here. I mean, jeezy cow. Very well done, sweetie. And <sighs> by the way, yeah, Vernon thinks, imagine that. Well, actually, two things here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're we're set up in this story where in which it's like, the, the, I don't know, the idea that these letters is coming in, they, they keep showing up, it's kind of silly, it's kind of funny, mm -hmm. uh, especially on a reread. I mean, I think the first time there's a bit of a magical element where you're kind of like, okay, um, you know, what is this? And these are just letters. Mm -hmm. But imagine from Vernon's perspective for just a second, I, I know it was in broad daylight, it was in the morning, which helped a bit, but have you ever just been somewhere at night it's a little creepy you just watch maybe a scary movie or it's dark you're out in the country and you hear some and a letter just flies in through like your <laughs> mail slot could you um be honest with yourself here for a second like in real life okay if all of a sudden like a letter just plopped through my mail slot mm -hmm. and it just kept coming through at random mm -hmm. times when the when the mail wasn't necessarily supposed to be delivered Although it was. It did come when the mail... It was then in with the rest of the mail. Right, the first the couple first times, time. yes. Trying to be normal. Yeah. <laughs> so it just would be a little scary, I think, mm -hmm. from his perspective. Like, uh, you know, this is this is strange. The weird thing for me is that for Petunia, it's a little exciting. I was going to talk about that. Sorry, I just want to throw it out there while no, we get there. No, yeah, the we'll, we'll get there. Yes. Okay. okay. All right, so what do you got? I know you got a bunch of notes. You got a mm -hmm. bunch of different things. Do you want me to, I mean, cover anything I have here? I've got a couple of different thoughts, uh, too, out the gate. Yeah. Can, can I mention a story real quick as, as you get ready? Please. Okay. So I, <laughs> getting a letter, if you ever have a chance to a youngster to do this, to send them a letter in the mail, it's fun. It is a lot of fun. You, you learn about it in school. You learn how to address letters. We don't, we use email. We use all this different stuff. But, like, to get an actual letter is pretty awesome uh we used to do letters to santa claus you know santa would write back sometimes that was when i was way young because my mom got rid That's of that cute. real we did quick that too. yeah yeah but so that that was that was sort of fun uh i one time i, think, I don't know when I, I was like maybe i was 11 or 12 maybe i was 10 i can't remember 
uh, well, I guess I could go back and figure it out based upon my age and when this president was in office. But <laughs> I, and by the way, this uh, don't judge me on this, whether you believe in, whether you're a left or right, conservative from this country, not from this country, whatever. The current president at the time wrote me a letter. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I had had this, I had the surgery on my arm and my cousin worked in um, his wife's office was a secretary in his office, like a super undersecretary of some mm-hmm. kind, I don't know, like an aide or whatever, you know. But she worked in there, and she knew that I had the, had a, a special surgery done. Yeah. And they were looking for letters. They have this, you know, they want to send out some nice letters to kids or whatever. The president was Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton and his wife, Hillary Clinton, wrote me a letter. And it came, I went out, and it, it actually showed up on, like it must have showed up the day before Independence Day or the day after, so, so, sometime really close. I'm not even so sure my mom didn't just keep it and put it in the mailbox on that day because I remember it being <laughs> oh, like like yeah. July 4th. And I go out there because I was playing the video game Independence Day upstairs, which was also bonkers in my mind. Okay. That, like I think I was playing it on the PlayStation. Don't hold me to that. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it was the, the game was out. And so I go out and I get I look at this this letter from the president. And I'm just cool. losing my mind. I'm like, wait a second, what are the? And it was just really cool. I read it, and you know what they said, and it was just something really nice. But I was like, like that's well cool. wishes and stuff. yeah, well wishes okay. on on the surgery and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, I flipped it over on the back, and it said, "We're recruiting you for a secret mission. This is top secret. <laughs> Meet me at this." You know, I mean, my imagination yeah. went wild, which was like, I know it's up. They're watching. Yeah, me. the government. They need me. I need to, like you know, in my head, I just oh, yeah. would play. This. But it was cool to have that. And then going forward, I would like as you know. As a kid, when somebody would be, be like, tell you some interesting facts about mm-hmm. yourself, even to this day, when I go in uh, with my students, we do like two truths and a lie yeah. or whatever. Love that and game. I love that game. So I, I, I make sure that, you know, it's school appropriate or whatever. And I, I use that, though. I list my three things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my, my two truths that always get kids are I've met Taylor Swift. And I've received a, a a letter from President Bill Clinton. I mean, both of those, they're going like, they're that's cool. pretty extreme. But one yeah. of those is a lie, right? And they yeah. always go for that. Always go for it, which that, is crazy. Yeah. So those are my truths. But then my lie is pretty simple. You know what I mean? It looks mm-hmm. like the lie is whatever. So oh, that's awesome. That's very exciting as a kid. Yep. When yeah. you get a letter from the president. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And it was just a well-wish letter. They they do those. All the presidents do that, like chari- kind of charity letters to, to kids and stuff. And it was just cool. But I thought, man, it is really neat to, to have that experience in the mail. So like yeah. Harry is getting a super important mm-hmm. magical letter, mm-hmm. has it, it's ripped away from him. I'm just thinking yeah. like, that does hurt actually. Because I'm like, yeah. I love that letter, that whole experience. I'll never forget it. I, I think about it because I was a mm-hmm. youngster and it like it was an impression yep. on me. And so like no one's ever written a letter to him. Right. And- and- Every it's, time it's addressed so precisely that right. it could not be a mistake, even though Vernon tries to convince him of that. But yeah, and I mean, like we we get why he's so upset that they keep it away from him because that's his only. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't. He's not treated well by the Dursleys at all. So there's it could be anything really, and that boy would be happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyone for sure. reaching out, just a pen pal or yeah. Yeah, he'd be happy about it. And the fact that I wonder—actually, it's a really good point. What if it were just a pen pal, or if it were, let's say, Sirius wasn't kind of locked away, like mm-hmm. he, like what happens to him, right? And he just wanted to write, reach out. Yeah. Maybe Dumbledore says, "Hey, this is the best protection for him. I know you want to yeah. take care of him, but he needs to be here." And Sirius tried to write to him. Would they let those letters come through? I mean, look what they do later on. You know, you wonder if they would even have let him have a letter. Yeah. I, I think at this point in time they might have. 
But they were also really super. Maybe not though, because they're super scared no, about this. They move so, his yeah. bedroom. They yeah. move his bedroom simply because they're like, I don't want to be. No, don't yeah, be. they do. They do crazy things to yeah. prevent him from. Yeah. Um, and you know, to to kind of emphasize how crazy they are, I want to just mention the beginning. Um, it's really said that, you know, by the time he was allowed out of his cupboard again after the incident at the zoo, the summer holidays had started. So Dudley's, Dudley's birthday was June 23rd. And I looked it up. Usually the, the hum, uh, summer. Oh, my gosh. I can't talk. The Hummer. The, the Hummer summer? The summer holidays the summer in of the, the UK. <laughs> they start around, you know, end of July. For example, this year it was July 20. It's going to be July 22nd. Um, okay. So it's right before Harry, Harry's birthday, right? So Harry was grounded for about a good month in his little cupboard. But at the same time, how is his life different, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just wanted to say how cruel they are. All right. So, uh, like I said, we see Aunt Petunia dyeing uh, Harry's school uniform. So we can tell the Dursleys were truly planning on sending Harry to a muggle school, to a muggle secondary school. Do you think, I just wanted to ask you, do you think Aunt Petunia thought about harry he's turning 11 she knows it and the letter because that's when lily got her letter and or do you think she's yeah, she not wanted, she forgot and she's just not thinking she, about it at she all. might have forgot because i i mean she doesn't pay him much attention and tries to block it out of her mind or whatever mm-hmm. but it is sort of one of the things that it wouldn't i guess surprise me if she if she had moments maybe leading up when he's 10 years old thinking like oh that's coming up i wonder you know, yeah. If that's gonna be a thing, and and then just sort of, um, I don't know, kind of decides to not really give it any mind because she doesn't want to because it's a bad memory for her, right? And they've swore they were gonna not have any of that funny business, I guess, around mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So, yeah. What and do you think? Do you think she thought about it? So you're right. They have not been contacted, I guess, at all by anyone from the Wizarding World for like 11 years, right? So I mean, it's a long time. At the same time, it was like Lily getting her letter was such a significant event in her life that changed everything that I feel like maybe she did think about it. Like, even when they took Harry in, they said, okay, we're not going to have this. We're, we're trying to send him to a normal school. Right. I mean, they never spoke to their what they were trying to do for Harry. They never spoke to anyone in the Wizarding World about that. So... How would they have known that this was their plan for their nephew? So I guess like she should have kind of had like maybe you're, you're right. Maybe she didn't remember. Was it 11? Was it 12? I don't really remember when Lily got her letter. Um, but I feel like around that time, she kind of should have anticipated it a little bit or, or warned Vernon, hey, you know, maybe we'll get a letter. Or well, I, all I know is, <laughs> is when the reaction from Vern, I mean, he goes from what does it say, red to green to gray. <laughs> I know, right? Is is his the his facial color the flush on his face, and he does the petunia. He does that that sputtering or whatever. I always thought it was kind of funny. In Star Wars, they've made up kind of fake words that you can use when you have a moment like Uncle Vernon is having right now. Oh yeah, like Dank Ferrick or Karabast, mm-hmm. you know, they use those words when they need to. And I feel like he was having one of those moments right there where it put, and he's like, he's like, he's like on the verge <laughs> of like shaking and sputtering yeah. and just having a, 
having a full-on moment. And then she's like, Vernon, oh my goodness, Vernon, right? And they stared at each other, seeming to have forgotten that Harry and Dudley were still in the room. Mm -hmm. So they know it's talked about. I mean, it's like, I think they were prepared for it, but they forgot about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. They forgot it's going to be around this time, like 11. They just glanced at the letter and he knew immediately uh, what this means. And I was wondering, you know, it's every everything is so precisely addressed and everything. So I was wondering a little bit, how are the letters actually sent? And um, there's a signature, right? It's McGonagall, whenever McGonagall signs mm-hmm. the actual letter. But what was cool was I read up on this that hogwarts um they have like a magical feather and parchment that writes down as soon as a magical baby is born writes down their name and then i guess the magical feather probably also keeps track of their address their where they're staying are you serious yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. i did not know that yep it reminds me of the hat that kind of has its own it's a special hat you know the sorting hat yeah and it just does so it has a purpose and it's uh you know, conjured, made to do whatever, uh, sort people into houses. It does right. more than that. Uh, it obviously makes songs and stuff, but like the feather, the feather just working away over there. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So it didn't write down Aunt Petunia's name, unfortunately. No, but it wrote down Neville's name. It did, thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, wait a second. So what if you're mag- so magical? So they weren't sure about Neville. And just like a squid, right. you wouldn't be sure. Would it have... How accurate is the feather? Yeah, mm-hmm. is it writing it, it down? Know. Does it already know prior Good to them question. seeing any signs? Good I haven't question. heard anything about this feather thing, so I got to like look that up. I don't really know. But I think it's kind of fascinating to think about. Because that, mm-hmm. that was one of those debated things as to whether, you know, a squib... Uh, is, is their magic suppressed? Do they just not have any uh, like, like abilities or, or what? And Neville, yeah. they were worried about for a long time. Wasn't until he, but he fell and right bounced. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find. Sorry, Pottermore. They just quote the the source is Pottermore. Okay. I guess it's an article on Pottermore, and most of the stuff like on Pottermore was uh, um approved by the author and or even written by her herself. So, yeah, that about the magical quill. Got it. Um. But really what I think about this whole, like, they freak out and the extent to what where Vernon goes is crazy. And, and they want to, like, it's so bizarre because they hate Harry for, yeah. for some, you know, we know the reason. But, like, they don't want him to be around, but they try to keep him. Like, this is their chance to say goodbye for, uh, to Harry for most of the year. Yeah, for sure. And they want to keep him. And you said at the beginning, this is a little exciting for Petunia. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down what Petunia suggests when um, they get the letter. She's like, um, she has a very quivering voice. She's like, Vernon, look at the address. How could they possibly know where he sleeps? Mm -hmm. You don't think they're watching the house? Vernon's like watching, spying, might be following us. Um, and she's like, but what, what should we do, Vernon? Should we write back? 
yeah. tell them we don't want. And Vernon, he's like, no, we're not writing. We, we're ignoring them. But she's she's suggesting they should write back. Yeah, why? Why is she suggesting that they write back? Is it because she's fascinated by this mm-hmm. experience and she wants more contact, more connection? Do, do her and Vernon disagree, agree on this? Uh, wouldn't she have liked to go to Diagon Alley? And, and see all this stuff, you know? Is I it, feel like she could have gone. Maybe yeah. she, maybe she, I don't know. They like laugh like, at his ticket situation later on, right? Good luck with that, right? right? Platform and, nine and three quarters. But right. it's like, she could have gone and experienced this. And it makes me think that maybe she was worried about Dudley and whether he would feel jealous like she did. And she wanted to protect oh. him from that whole thing. And that's why they didn't want this because she had major resentment yeah towards the community and she was because she just dotes on her on her son so much and just loves him yes and makes him feel super special i think because right. she didn't feel as special yeah when she was younger so that might be it but a part of her is still kind of like if i could do both maybe i would go with harry and, and kind of figure this out you know what i mean so yeah i i don't think she would ever go this far to, to go with him and to get all, all his school stuff i feel like she could have gone back then but uh what did her because hermione's parents they go to die oh sure yeah, stuff, yeah right so i feel like lily would not have gone there alone the parents would probably go with her i feel like petunia though we figured that out in the first chapter was a lot older than um lily yeah so um she might have said no i'm just staying home i don't want to do have anything to do with it after she got that letter yeah you know? who knows because she grows up with her sister who has yeah. magical powers and then there's the whole uh you know them meeting snape and everything it's just um yeah so she's around it she knows it she knows it's real and she's a part of kind of keeping that secret yes she, she, you know right she, so yeah. she's in the know but um i think i think a part of her wanted to go honestly <laughs> i think a part of her wanted to go but then another part of her was like no i was hurt by that experience and i want nothing to do with mm-hmm. that so it yeah. it's better that we can sit here and kind of debate it because we don't we get just enough we get just enough of should right. we write them back and then no we should ignore them and we get to kind of wonder how she felt about yeah. the whole thing. So yeah, there might be some excitement in her deep, 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 deep down that she's just denying really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what else you got there, sweetie? Um, <laughs> I was just wondering. So we have Harry. He's upset. Uncle Vernon's like trying to be, you know, he gets rid of the letter. They decide they will do everything it takes to They're gonna put an end to this, put an end to this. Right. And um, he's like, hey, Harry, no, we think you're a little bit old for this little cupboard. I think we should move you upstairs. Stop for an Dudley, upgrade, buddy. Dudley's second room. And we get in, like a little insight on, on Dudley's second room because Dudley has Ooh, his yeah. own bedroom but he has a second room where he keeps all his stuff and it's awful <laughs> it is just awful so he has two rooms dudley's got two rooms he's got yeah. his own room and then he's got his like toy room right um but most of his stuff is broken in there because he just does not care really. well it's because he got that smelting stick banging around <laughs> you know yes probably yeah um so harry makes it up to the room he sits down on the bed and stares around and Nearly everything in there is broken. The month-old video camera was lying on top of a small working tank. Dudley had once driven over the next-door neighbor's dog. In the corner was Dudley's first television set, which he'd put his foot through when his favorite program had been canceled. There was a large bird cage, which had once held a parrot that Dudley had swapped at school for a real 
air rifle, which was up on a shelf with the end all bent because Dudley had sat on it. And I'm like, what kind of school is that where kids can swap a uh, life hey. par- a, a parrot for an air rifle undetected? You would not believe. So actually, that <laughs> one's a pretty extreme example. But yeah. you would not believe as an elementary school kid the amount of stuff we smuggled into school and traded what oh i lost i mean i especially the older kids were getting stuff i think dudley kind of maybe comes out on top in that situation with something that he wants he didn't want the parrot so he gives it away or whatever not saying any of this is good at all totally not should be (laughs) should it was definitely happening under the radar of the school officials i think yeah uh but or off radar whatever i yeah I, i took a i lost a pair of michael jordan's Oh, yeah, I had like a pair of Michael Jordan shoes and and, like I forget what we traded for. And I came out on the short end there. I I don't know what I was thinking back in the day. I had had all these hand me down like Michael Jordan shoes for my cousin. And yeah. Oh, your parents were probably not. I think I got like an older kid who like pressured me into like trading for some some cards and other stuff that I liked or whatever. And yeah. How does came home without my shoes? <laughs> How does Petunia like explain away though that his son, uh, her son, has uh, an air rifle in? Well, she's probably room. fine. She doesn't, you know. I don't think she cares <laughs> r- really about that. It's sort of just like, okay, he he came home and this is what he did, and he made an exchange, and yeah, you know, didn't get in any trouble. Or if he did, he's not telling. And right, her Dudikins couldn't do anything wrong. Dudders, oh, he never does gosh. anything wrong. Okay. Anyway. So, Harry's got his upgraded room. Dudley's definitely not happy about it, but the letters just keep coming. It doesn't. It didn't change anything. The Quill knew Harry moved, probably, or McGonagall. We don't really know. All right, this next part, I just desperately wish... I actually... I just have to mention this real, real quick. Um, I love this chapter. I loved reading this chapter mm-hmm. because I was one of the kids... Uh, who actually watched the movie first and then read the book. Okay. And this was not fully in the book. Like a lot of the, you know, driving around to different locations um, was left out. Yeah. So this next part, um, and this scene was left out too. And I kind of wish they had included that in the movie is when Harry, um, you know, he makes up his plan that he's going to get the mail before everyone else. He's going to stop the mailman before he even you know, comes in or, mm-hmm. or um, drops the mail into the slot. And, but Vernon is one step ahead. Yes, and he he's is. sleeping at the doormat to prevent Harry from exactly what he was planning to do, getting the mail. And he steps in, you know, morning, six o'clock. Um, the sun's probably not even up yet. And Harry steps on his face. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Vernon has, I mean, he he is anticipating stuff now. He mm-hmm. is gone yeah. on guard, actually. And you know, I mean, pretty pretty solid job here for a muggle, I guess, to just I to know. be on guard like this and to try to avoid this kind of magical influence in his nephew's life. Right? Yeah, I mean, he's he's pumped. <laughs> he's on a mission. He uh, is not gonna. He's 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 thinking of everything he can right now. And he's like proud of himself. And he's like, it's it's his fight. It's, it's his fight. He's not gonna lose his fight. No. no. But interesting is that Petunia, she knows exactly that Vernon's effort to keep them away won't work. She's just too afraid to tell Vernon, really. I For think sure. because she says, like, um, you know, he's like, um, he doesn't go to work. So he nails up the, the mail slot and he explains, like, to Petunia. 
if they can't deliver them, they'll just give up. And and she's like, I'm not sure that'll work, Vernon. She yeah. knows how they, you know, that's they're they have magical powers. It's not gonna work. Sometimes, hey, sometimes you, people have to figure things out the hard way. Yeah, you know. And she knows that she can't really convince him here and she's they're all like afraid of Vernon at this point and to me it's so paradox that because the Dursleys want to be as normal as possible but they go mad over the thought of Harry being a wizard and start doing the most unnormal things here that's true right they always try to be everything unnormal like don't even talk about it right right but vernon goes crazy here so that the the milkman has to hand petunia the milk through a bathroom window or something and and, um like he acts really really weird he's not sleeping in his own bed he's sleeping down at the the door i know uh yeah 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 he's he's starting to lose it He's, he's losing his marbles yeah and that's a good point is that yeah he goes to the odd behavior that he's trying to he's trying to avoid oddness and to do so he does some pretty odd things actually which is right which is cool <laughs> for example which was pretty funny so um after they still got all the letters delivered they couldn't get them through the mail slot anymore so they just pushed them under the door through the sides a few forced through the small window in the downstairs bathroom. And so Vernon stayed at home again, boarded up all the cracks around the house and uh, around the doors, and he hummed a tune. And I just thought it was funny because it's, it's called Tiptoe Through the Tulips. And I didn't know, I you know. Tiptoe Through the Tulips. I didn't know that song. I didn't grow up in a... Tiptoe yeah. Through the Tulips. Lots of T's and T-H's in there. Yes. It's hard to say. Yeah. And I didn't know what the song was, so I looked it up, and I just thought it was really funny imagining Vernon humming this song. Here it goes. What? With me. Oh, this is ridiculous. Was he actually singing and humming this? He was humming. He was humming this uh, as he worked and jumped at small noises. It's funny, isn't it? Like a trill kind of uh, voice there. Sorry about that, guys. I went real (laughs) high for a second. Um, Huh. So he's truly, yeah, that that is uh, definitely lost his marble. Well, I mean, he's also saying things like, shake him off. Oh, yeah. Shake him off. Yeah. Right? Later on, he's just like, my gosh. So, I mean, interesting, though, that it's a real song, which that, I, I wasn't expecting it to be real. Yeah. And the tulip represents love and passion. <laughs> and he has a passion right now. And he's for, got Petunia. Yeah. I wonder if his singing was on key. <laughs> I think he was good. <laughs> he was humming it, though. Oh, I was humming. Okay. Still. So, all right. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat, actually. Um, so then after that, I, mean, I guess he really just it's it's... Things aren't working. Nothing that he mm-hmm. that, that he's planning is working. So he has to kind of up the ante, right? He's got to do something a bit more. Yep. They go on the road trip and um, they're going to go stay at a, a pretty cool place. I think when we were doing some of our research here mm-hmm. and we were talking before the show, uh, you had found out that this this hotel, this Railview Hotel, is in a pretty cool spot. Right. It's in Cokeworth. And I was like, Cokeworth? That rings a bell. And figured out that this is the town where Severus Snape... And Lily and Petunia Evans 
uh, used to live. And Snape still lives there. We know that later on. And interesting, supposedly Vernon chose to flee to this town when trying to evade the letters from Hogwarts because he felt the town was too distinctly unmagical for the letters to follow them there. And I remember we later learn when um, Narcissa and Bellatrix go visit Snape mm-hmm. that Bellatrix is almost disgusted that he lives in such a muggle oh, yeah, neighborhood, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So it kind of fits in with, with, with does, Vernon's actually, like, yeah. oh, this here, this neighborhood is so nice and, and normal and right, right. <laughs> unmagical. So they're never going to follow us here. Intr- is Cokeworth a real place? I don't think so so cool i don't think was. so because i i keep looking up these different references like as as we come across them in the chapter like a whelk earlier it talks about um oh aunt marge had swallowed or like ate a bad whelk and i was like what is a what's a freaking whelk yeah I had no idea it's like this little shell do you know what it is no it's a it's like a little shell uh thing in my bobber it's like a little almost <laughs> like a it's a common name applied to various kinds of snail shells okay yeah so so that's real it's a real thing yeah whelk are briny and sweet flavored or whatever but like you know that's where i keep wondering so that's why i ask if, if cokeworth was like a real place because there's a mixture of kind of things from our real muggle world mm-hmm. and then things from you know I, that are i don't think it is as i look it up here it looks like it's not popping up it's a made up you know spot but it probably it probably was influenced by somewhere else that's the other thing too is that she We'll make up a name, right? Mm-hmm. Cokeworth, and then it's probably inspired by something else. Here it says, yes, on Harry Potter Fandom dot com, um, behind the scenes. The name is a reference to Coke Town, the fictional industrial center in which Charles Dickens' novel Hard Times takes place. Oh wow. Commentators believe that Coke Town was based on Manchester or Preston, but those real world cities are in Greater Manchester and Lancashire while Cokeworth is in the Midlands. Okay, that's kind of cool. That's, so that's interesting. Yeah. They're kind of saying it's a it's not a real town. But it makes but you think of on. yeah, for sure it's based on on um yeah, Charles Dickens yeah. uh yeah, Conditions of England novel. Right. And cool. in the Midlands somewhere, so. Yeah. And that makes it makes a lot of sense It's real uh a lot of um industrial revolution stuff or like mm-hmm you know modernized or, or, or whatever it would be so it kind of symbolizes that and that's why he's he's saying hey let's let's go let's go there so right yeah. i think it's yeah it's kind of neat actually see again smart on him you know, vernon's really trying to to mm-hmm. outdo them and by finding a place that's very muggle like or very non-magical it probably I mean, really motivates him like yeah. to like we say win this fight you know yeah, Almost. interesting connection too to like Coke Town or to Cokeworth mm-hmm. is the smelting stick, which is what? interesting. So, the smelting stick. Yeah. Yeah. So the smelting stick was a type of like, it's this. It's assigned all the students who are going to Smelting's Academy. Right. Right. Uh, so smelting is the process used to produce metal from its ore. When when, when you oh. when you take an, yeah so you're, you're producing metal from. Uh, fr- from an ore, right? And okay. Or, yeah, so I'm just looking it up here. That's what mm-hmm. it says. Uh, so, yeah, they're thinking that maybe Smelting's Academy had something to do with more of in the industrial uh, industrial skills or, or something like mm-hmm. that. Because, again, you I know, mean, he's uh, at a gr- drill company. A drill company, yeah. So you've Makes got sense. Smelting's Academy. <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of cool. And then it kind of connects to all that Coke Town, Coke, Coke yeah. Worth. Uh, and it's, there. yeah, it's, 
still interesting though that Lily grew up. Uh, I'm sorry, and Petunia. I mean Lily too, but yeah. Petunia grew up there, so it's near where Petunia grew up. Right. Yeah. Which she also probably. I mean, she, he he knew because we found out they visited their parents and 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 um Petunia's parents and mm-hmm. sister and everything. But I feel like Petunia didn't say anything to him. She probably would not have gone there because she's like, yeah, that's where I, uh, Lily got her letter. Yeah, at this point, and you they know? do a good job in the film too where it's just sort of like, yeah, daddy's gone mad. Oh yeah, they and don't. And you just don't really, dare. you're not really, yeah. yeah, you're not really talking to him because he's just put this on his shoulders and he said, right. uh, yeah, I'm going to do something about this. And Even Dudley, who is used to getting his will whenever, mm-hmm. like mom and dad will do everything for him, right? After having a couple of tantrums, he even's like, oh, yeah, like daddy's gone mad, hasn't Mm -hmm. he? Right. So he realizes. But he I wonder. So he's like mad because he cannot watch television. He's so obsessed with his TV shows, with his computer games. And I was wondering, how would Dudley feel about all this, this whole trip nowadays with phones on which you can watch all your favorite shows and blow up some aliens in a game, would he still be that mad? If he had access to all that stuff? Mm-hmm. To, I, no. Like a phone in his pocket where he could just watch all his... No, he'd be fine. I think so too, right? I think he'd be fine. I think he'd be... <laughs> the, the initial excitement would be there, kind of like, oh, what's going on? What, okay, this is between them, and, and now I can just kind of go do my own right. thing or whatever. I know there's a certain age where you're still getting all that attention. You want it from, from people and... Mm-hmm. and your parents and stuff but then when you know that you can't turn the tables yeah let me pull that phone out let me do <laughs> my own thing and then right because it really wasn't you were just trying to do it to see if you could do it you just push your boundaries that's what kids do yeah uh and, and stuff so yeah he would have pulled out his phone yeah and he would have had a great time it would have been more a question of do we have wi-fi here or, or data here <laughs> and yeah that's true oh the my shack gosh. probably not no not even close <laughs> not even close it, well, and so as they're trying to avoid, I mean, it still doesn't work. I think we can jump to the part where mm-hmm. I, I yeah. just, so Mr. H. Potter, room 17, Railview um, Hotel, Coveworth, mm-hmm. still letters are showing up there. Yeah. Uh, and so this is where he takes it Hundreds. a step a step further though, right? Yeah. Does, does the, the next point, uh, is, is that the, the next place they go? Is that not the island? Well, yes, they after they drive around and he just always, Vernon gets out of the car and he's like, Mm-mm, not that. Oh, no, it's true. Yeah. He's, he's like scouting. Yeah. yeah. Right, scouting locations. So, <laughs> um, but ultimately, yeah, they end up they end up uh, in, in a spot where in which you got to take like a rowboat to get to. Yep. Uh, and there's a storm and everything, mm-hmm. right? Which is, which is, which he's saying gleefully. There's a there, there's a storm forecast for tonight. Clapping his hands together. Wow. And this yep. gentleman's kindly agreed to lend us his boat. What they could have lost their lives in this storm. I you know. know what I mean? Like wild. He is willing to do anything yeah. really to to. Do you think if they would have, this fight? if they would have gotten into like a big accident or something, like wizards would have intervened and would have maybe helped or something? Well, I guess ha- Harry's ma- uh, magical powers would have helped him if Harry went overboard. Yeah, he f- probably would have like I don't know produced some kind of air bubble or flu or I don't know. But could he have helped them? I've, I wonder if he. I I'm sure doubt he the wizarding world would have helped. I don't know because they're because they're guarding. They're still pivotal. His, yeah, to they're they're important. still yeah. Good right. question. I'm just thinking he put them in, he put them in jeopardy and they're also being monitored clearly. Some whatever it is, it's that's the trace that's on Harry, right? Yeah. Yes. Also, do you think like Mrs. Fig was like, 
Dumbledore, the oh, Dursleys are absolutely. gone. What should I do? Absolutely. <laughs> they took Harry with them, and they never do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she totally did make. Yeah, yeah. she 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 made a call. She might even have been the spy. Who knows? Like she's got the Nizel cats who were spying for her. Right? <laughs> They're in the trunk. <laughs> the They're cats letting everybody the know where where Harry's at. So, yeah. uh, which which is which is wild. So, anyways, you know, also for as much as they want to eat, they they just had mm-hmm. some rations. I know. That's it. Just a few. Pretty rations. radical for them. Right. It's freezing in the boat. ICC spray all over the place. Uh, the inside's terrible. Smells mm-hmm. seaweed. Right. The wind is whistling through the gaps. By the way, if you've ever stayed at a beach kind of cabin, you know that sound, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah. Right. Which is just all the whistling wind that's coming through the cabin. I mean, here we go at Shell Cottage. Uh, but, you know, some of the whistling wind that was taking place out there on the sea. It's just like I, I think that's one of the coolest. Um, I think she does a really good job with that, actually, is is creating a lot of. um sounds and smells and yes. like the imagery i guess right in, in your mind uh is is done is done really well so yeah because the inside was horrible smelled strongly of seaweed yeah fireplace was damp and empty there were only two rooms right mm-hmm. so and his rations turned out to be a packet of um packet of crisps so it turned out to be a packet of crisps what's that just crisps? Uh, chips chips Okay. I guess. Yeah, crisps are uh, what we call chips in the States. <laughs> no, I... There's some of these old crisps here. <laughs> uh, but then we also have some... We have four bananas. He tried to start a fire uh, with the empty pa- empty crisp packets, <laughs> but they just smoke and shrivel up, and, and we're... Yep. That's it, you know? But um, he's happy. He's in a good mood. Oh, he's pumped. <laughs> he's absolutely pumped. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the storm is raging on, and, and Harry, you know Harry can't sleep or whatever. And then Dudley's snoring and stuff. And this is where they do a really cool, cool thing in the movie where he's like drawing the birthday cake. I love that. You know? I love that I part. I think that's yeah. really cool because it's really yeah. dirty there, and he's thinking about happy birthday. He's looking yeah. at the you know watch, making or clock. a wish. Yeah. And then great. yeah, I like how they display that in the movie. Yep. Yeah, and that's really it, though. I mean, do you have any thoughts on the end there? I mean, basically, we know it's a, it's a great cliffhanger where we just get yes. this like. Uh, you know, he's counting three, two, one, boom. Question for you. Yeah. Do you think Hagrid was like five till, till midnight? He was like, should I wait till Harry's birthday? Yeah. What great timing. Yeah. Maybe I should wait. And he's like, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Do you think he did that? I mean, really though? (laughs) Like what kind of timing was that? I know. Right. I mean, because because it, I, I I can almost see Hagrid kind of imagining this will be this will get him. Yeah, <laughs> this will be a good birthday present. Yes. Watch this, you know. And it's like, wow, scared the daylights out of the Dursleys. Yeah. Harry's like, this is the most excitement he's had in a long time. Or maybe right? maybe someone told him not until Harry's an eleven. They might have. He, he might have. He might have been under strict no. orders or whatever. Or yeah. something. Yeah, and he's for like, sure. Okay, gotta wait till the boy turns eleven. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, because um, this is where we really finally get into seeing the magical. It's all been hidden from us. The magic is 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 yeah. a big no no with the Dursleys. So I feel like we finally got those. It feels weird to say because they're they're good chapters to start the book, but I'm also mm-hmm. like, thank Let's God, go let the magic begin. Begin, yeah, because it's just <laughs> I'm done talking about Vernon Dursley, and all I want to do is talk about the dynamics and the things at at Hogwarts and Diagon Alley and all that good stuff. So right. Yeah, because I feel a little dry sometimes talking about like, the, for example, 
even this chapter, it just it's a bit dry. Even though it's even really though it's wet. Raining. <laughs> yeah, it's really wet out there. Uh yeah. it just doesn't feel as exciting. And it's yeah. hard to get excited about it. Yeah. You know? This chapter though, like because it's uh, it's leading up to, to this drastic change. Yeah, which is why I'm still okay. If you did yeah. if you did a couple you know how some authors like and again this is a kid's book, but like mm-hmm. They will drag out this transition for yeah, like three or four a, chapters. A, and I'm like, yeah, I know time. something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And you literally are just stringing me along for extra chapter right. cha- chapters for what reason? Right. You know, it's just, it's silly. Yeah. So I can't, I guess it's something silly just as our, our friends are, are listening uh, to us, by the way. And you guys are our friends and we appreciate you uh, l- listening to us here. What are those candies that tongue, that, that tongue tie you sometimes? There's real candies in the Wizarding World. Tie twisters. No. Something. I bet. Tongue tie toffee or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think we remember we got them at. Isn't that what we got at um, Diagon Alley? Did we actually buy those? I don't know if we bought those or not, but I know we saw them. We saw something that was about, and I thought was kind of funny because this one, yeah. Because with 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 English being your your second language, yeah, and then me just rambling sometimes and stumbling, I feel like like what talking (laughs) about. Like all swollen, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa. Uh, it doesn't help that I had some giggle water before the podcast either, too. But um, it just happens. <laughs> happens sometimes. So anyway, it's human. It is. It is. So I think that's it, guys. That's a chapter. Um, again, we're more excited for next week. I think mm-hmm. uh, in the next couple weeks, actually, quite frankly. But um, yeah, now we're gonna be diving into. We got one, one more segment, I think, right, sweetie? Yep. What the old Chinese dragons have to say. Wow. Were they real? They were. 100%. Sorry. <laughs> I think dragons were real. Yes. All right. Um, you know what? This week, I was like, yeah. Switching it up? Are you doing, are you doing it on the, on the fly? Just you're going to change Just it up on us or what? Advice what of the week. And don't open your letters in front of the Dursleys if you're Harry Potter. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, seriously, um, I don't know. I would probably say just don't be a Vernon. Yeah. And try to stop your kid, your nephew, a friend to do something they're kind of destined for and, and just give them the choice. You know, don't. Don't. Great. Don't just yeah. decide for them. Like if Harry decides on his own. That he doesn't want to go, fine. But he's given the opportunity to attend a very good school. And Fleur would disagree here. (laughs) And um, he should try it, you know? They they try to make Harry live the way they think is best. But in Harry's case, that's a pretty miserable life. So, yeah. This is interesting. And I think, <laughs> you know, a lot of you who are out there and your your parents and you're going to be like influencing your kids' choices and... Uh, yeah. To some stuff. extent, you need to make decisions. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Kid. I mean, positive influences are good. There's a, there's a certain age and there's a time. Like, I, I teach high school students. And so we get to this point where I, I see kids who are playing sports they don't want to play mm-hmm. and they're in clubs and activities they don't want to be in. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And it's it's a lot of it is there's a pressure from their parents. I hate to say that that's what they say to me, right? Which is, I'm like, why? Or from friends sometimes as well. Like, or right. just like you've reached this, it's a status thing for you or whatever. Or yeah. Whatever it might be. And I, I hate that that's there for some kids. It's why I run the D&D club at school. So that way it's not the most popular club. And by the way, it was in Stranger, like Stranger Things is blowing up right now. So they're making <laughs> I think D&D now it is the most popular cool. club. I mean, what, at one point, a couple of years ago, it was the biggest club at my high school. And I was like, all right, I'm not kind of like, I'm kind of proud of this, you know? Yeah. But uh, it, I feel like though, this is really good advice because 
you don't have to do, I guess, what someone else wants you to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe there's certain circumstances, I don't know what everyone's situation is or whatever, but I feel like for the most part, if it's a life you want, if, if it's what you want and what makes you happy, I feel like go for it. Yeah. You know, I listen to Gary Vee sometimes on social media. He's always encouraging people to like chase their dreams, mm-hmm. to go for it. You have more time than you think, have yeah. patience, you know, get after it. Don't be unrealistic. We have to have our day jobs. We have to do our, our thing or whatever. Right. But at the same time, I mean, pursue your dreams at every, you know, possible opportunity and stuff. I just yeah. feel like that's, that's okay. Uh, you know, you and I, for example, like we love talking Harry Potter. So we want to talk on Friday right. nights. We don't want to go out to the club really and dance <laughs> and go crazy. We, well, you know, we'll do that once every six months or something. Uh, but don't need to go every night and, and just enjoy sitting around with our candles and our ambience and just, you know, I, I said candle and you guys missed it, but like, cause you can't see this Lottie just freaked out. <laughs> Where did the candle go? <laughs> She's looking for it. And, uh, <laughs> it's right there. It's funny. Yeah. It's behind my, yeah, it's warming up my cold coffee. Um, <laughs> anyway, but you don't know, no, th- I think this is good. And I really do think that, um, I, I, I struggle a lot cause I have so many kids who are like, I, like I work with students who need a little extra help in school and academics and in books and studies. And it's so hard for them sometimes to tell their parents that like, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to go. It's so hard. I I have, I have other ambitions and stuff, but they're, they're trying to meet this. The college is a real touchy subject right now in Mm -hmm. in, in the United States because people aren't seeing the the benefit and the value Mm -hmm. in it. And there's so much pressure to go and And so much money involved so much money involved and 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 you have to like know what major you're getting into and what the outcome is and the goal and the licensure and the certificate that you Mm -hmm. need and so anyway and actually what's funny is that like the harry potter series kind of covers that later on with their owls and their needs and stuff and fred and george yeah for example yes exactly just Mm -hmm. chasing their dreams and then you know molly kind of figuring out like yeah that's okay that's them that Mm -hmm. is what they're born to do and and i think that's that's a cool thing because there's just so many different there's jobs out there we don't even know that are going to exist in the future or that exist now that maybe you're good for it just i feel like the tough part is is letting yourself and even maybe letting your kids or your students fail a little bit and figure out Mm -hmm. what they like and they don't like uh yoda says master yoda says that failure is our greatest teacher it is actually so i'm like i kind of feel that that's how you learn so anyways advice of the week there you go friends just a little bit (laughs) like it well yes and very last thing is our owl post and we got a really cool email sorry owl from the lotmans or lotmans how you would say in german (laughs) christine and anna um super interesting story and i love this because i'm i'm pumped i was so excited (laughs) when i when you told me about this it's because we decided you know we want to do our podcast book club together yeah. um, to reach out to people who are you know like-minded and should just enjoy the story and here's two people who have a very similar story um sharing it with us and maybe we'll meet up for coffee you know like it's it's just oh yeah super cool and and um we asked them they're cool with us sharing the story it's not exactly about how they got into harry potter it's just so cool to share that they have a very you know similar story to similar to and at the same time unique story hi as and lottie hope you're both doing well my name is christine and i've been listening to some of Ez's podcast for a few years now i started with up when we were on our way to new zealand 
Mm-hmm. For our honeymoon. So jealous. Hello. But also Scotland's cool too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still. Uh, I was looking to do a Lord of the Rings reread and needed some motivation to keep going. And that worked out. Uh, but when I came to the end, I missed hearing Ez and Lane's voices. So I sought out Ez's Wheel of Time podcast and started reading along. That's so cool. That is cool. Then I got excited uh, when the Harry Potter stuff started coming out. So anyways, that's my background of how I found you. Uh, the reason that I'm writing the story of how you two met really resonated with me. So that's the reason that uh, she's reaching out, which is really cool. Uh, as I have a similar story. I met my husband on Tumblr when I was in college through a shared interest in a TV show, Castle, and writing. We were friends online for a few years before we decided to finally meet in person as he lived in Germany and I lived in Pittsburgh. But eventually he came to visit me here in the States And shortly thereafter, I moved to Germany to be with him. In 2019, we got married in Germany and finally managed to move back to the States together at the end of 2020. I'm not usually one to put myself out there uh, quite to this extent, but I remembered your story of how Lottie just sort of messaged as one day saying she felt a connection. As couples, we have a lot in common. My husband's name is, is Arnie. That's that's how she said most people say it. <laughs> um but how do you say it? In German you would say Anna. Anna? Yeah. Or Arne. Arne. It's the Rs Arne. they get me. Uh-huh. That's in what Germany. She said too. <laughs> oh my gosh. So okay. Anna. Yeah. He was born in northern Germany, but lived in Frankfurt for most of his life. And that's where we lived together for about five years. Wow. A really crazy thing is our last name, Lotman. And how do you say it? Lotman. So just just a subtle difference, Difference, and it sounds cool, Uh, is frequently abbreviated by their family as Lottie. Yeah, good job. Right? In fact, his Tumblr name when I met him involved Lottie. But because because of that, a lot of people on Tumblr assumed (laughs) he was a girl. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) Okay. That's funny. Uh, Like as I'm a former high school teacher, sort of, I went to college, uh, let's see, Claren University? I went to college, Claren University, if you've ever heard of it, as for English secondary education and did my student teaching with an 11th grade class. But then I moved to Germany shortly after college and thought I'd have more opportunities with ESL. So I took an ESL class and taught English while we lived in Germany like Lottie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I fell in love with ESL and teaching adults. And now that we're back in Pittsburgh, I'm working with a family literacy program teaching ESL for adults. So I never officially worked as a high school teacher, but I do have a degree and teaching certificate, so I could, but I'm happier doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. for now. <laughs> uh, we also all like Tolkien and Harry Potter, like Lottie, Arna, Arnie? Uh, yeah, well, that was good. Arna? Mm-hmm. Arna. Okay. Like Lottie, Arna doesn't have much of a German accent, and people tend to have trouble believing he's from Germany. But I think it would be fun for him to meet someone from his home country and hopefully for Lottie too. Uh, yeah. So that'd be cool. Kind of meet up for some coffee. Absolutely. Would love to hear from you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, yeah, we'll, we'll get in touch. This is such a cool and yeah, just so cool that you guys like also Harry Potter and Tolkien and listen to Ez and have such a, you know, very similar story to us and at the same time different and it's cool. It's, cool to share uh some of that so yeah that's that's that actually is awesome and i have not heard of the university by the way i was Mm -hmm. trying to look it up real quick 
uh, just to kind of see where that's located. But that is really cool. Pittsburgh's not that far. I know. Like, what the heck? We were just down in Hocking Hills not too long ago, and that's, I feel like, just a uh, a skip over there. So, yeah, it's in it's in Pennsylvania is where she went to school. I really like Pennsylvania because I have some memories of Pennsylvania and the area around Pittsburgh when we went to see um, my host family's extended family. Yeah. Um, they live there, and they have really, really nice house there, and it's, like, at the... Like you can see, it's almost like a Pittsburgh or, or the area around it is very hilly or like, yes. right. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like have on, a beautiful view. Yeah. The, like the Appalachian the mountain mm-hmm. range is kind of um, coming in either yeah. behind or somewhere near. I can't remember exactly uh, nearby there though. Yeah. That's really cool. So we're super excited. Thank you for reaching out. Yeah. Both I, of you. <laughs> I guess the only question, I mean, I know we don't really talk a lot about sports on here, but since it's Pittsburgh, I got to like, I mean, we're like <laughs> Bengals fans, you know, rooting for Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if that's going to be a problem or if that's going to be an issue. But... Yeah. No, they're like, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, could you imagine? I mean, my, hey, Matt's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So my best, my best buddy uh, and I still get along. I with mean, him. Anna and I probably disagree on some, uh soccer or football fußball teams in germany yeah where, <laughs> where were these towns over in uh, frankfurt so there's actually two frankfurt in germany i'm assuming it's the bigger one okay um okay there's also like a big airport it's like the financial kind of yeah capital of financial capital of uh, germany almost right because um, that's where the one airport was the berlin airport is new right it's yes it's newish I right guess, right cool that's really cool yeah. yeah, and they have a football team or a soccer team in uh, Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah that's wild. That is that is honestly really cool and and wild that there's that type of connection. So it's just really cool. This is why we we love hearing from from folks. You know, if there's um I don't know just a connection in either mm-hmm. teaching passions or just regional connections, all these connections, yeah, all this stuff. <laughs> I, I I sometimes bring up like my past and just some stories from my childhood, mm-hmm. just hoping that I don't know that maybe creates some nostalgia or resonates with people or or whatever you know it's just kind of um just fun to kind of do i guess yes yeah wow all right awesome well that is a friend don't forget you can write us in at um send those uh owls those emails to fleur and bill we'd love to read your guys thoughts so it's fleur and bill at gmail.com we would love to read you guys' thoughts on the show and we just we really do enjoy that uh, our extendable ear editions are out there over on patreon so you guys can check those out and we'd love i think in the future to have some some of you guys on the show Right. That's sort of the plan. Uh, We'll figure out the whole kind of recording thing uh, in terms of like lives and just more fun because we already, I'm just going to go ahead and embarrass us a little bit, sweetie. We already do a little bit of editing to these episodes because we get a little (laughs) tongue tied sometimes (laughs) and stuff happens. So, uh, you know, if it'd be kind of fun just if people were, you know, I guess. Also to get over that fear. Yeah. Just have people there, you know, I just, just. Like, I mean, listening and then also like, who cares if, if you mess up or whatever. And if you want to influence the show, you can kind of like message us on Discord and we have that chat room open. Oh, that'd stuff. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. More because actually, it. if you're listening as we're talking and we like don't know the answer to something or we're yes. missing something, because I feel like there's times where you're listening to a podcast and maybe you're like, God, you know, they there's a lot to cover and you covered mm-hmm. some of that stuff, but you're missing this one thing and you yeah. want to share that one thing. Bam. You're right there in the Discord. You can influence the show directly that way. Right. So if you're interested in that, I guess let us know. We would like to kind of do that in the future. Um, we're just kind of slowly easing into all this mm-hmm. and, and getting more and more comfortable with it. Getting but. our book club organized. Yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah, we have. Oh, well, think about this. I mean, we've got like, again, we've got the trip. So again, don't forget, we're going to be mm-hmm. up in, in the wizarding, wizardly. Wizardly world. Wizardly uh, world Kent. of Kent. 
we'll, we'll take some videos up there, post yeah. some stuff on our social media, maybe do a live recording up there for you guys. And uh, if you're up there, again, reach out to us on social media. We'd love to meet up, get some coffee, some butterbeer, whatever it may be. Uh, we would love to do that. And then in the future, if there's other Potter events that you guys want us to go to, we love to travel. So yes. let us know where we should be going. <laughs> right. Know? So, all love right. It. All right, friends. Well, hey, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio, 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons! Wow, I was, I was just waiting. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to miss the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. Follow on social media at Florimbia. <laughs> Throw out this old tongue twister again. Fleur oh. and Beal. Fleur and Beal. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, we're going to talk about chapter four of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The keep of the keys, so don't miss out on next week's episode. Again, thanks for joining Blur's Book Club in their little shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Do you have to go to the bathroom? You think so? Super bad? Did you pee the seat? No. Did you pee on the seat? <laughs> now she's mad. Now you're mad. I'm not going to put that in the podcast. Don't worry. I'm still recording. I'm still recording. <laughs> I'm still recording it, though. I could say anything right now. It's danger zone. It's our pump-up song, baby. I'm going to say that song for real. Knox. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.